Welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host today, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach. I work with mompreneurs, helping them to identify non-supportive habits and create new systems for increased time, energy, and money. I have a question for you today. How many of you have ever felt like you're running a race? Do you ever feel like time is passing you by? Or maybe you've said, I just don't have enough time, or I wish I had time for fill in the blank. Well, time is a debatable topic, wouldn't you say? There's clock time and there's real time. Clock time, simply put, is the actual measured time. 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and of course, 365 days a year. Real time is what we do with those clock time minutes and hours. What we do with them is often referred to as time management. Well, I hate to say this, but there's no such thing as time management. You might be saying, what? You've got to be kidding me. Well, I say that because it's true. Time is what it is. What do I mean by that? Well, a second will always be a second, and an hour will always have 60 minutes in an hour, and so on. You cannot change that. So therefore, time is what it is. Well, here's the good news. You can manage the events in your daily schedule, which do account for every minute of every day. So what does this mean for you or myself? I want to ask you, what do you do with your time? Do you spend your time or do you waste your time? An easy exercise to figure this out and to gain clarity is to break it down into three different categories. Wants, needs, and wasters. Doing the things that are absolutely necessary, such as preparing and consuming meals, working on your business, sleeping to regenerate the body, which is absolutely necessary, no matter what you may have heard, because you can sleep when you're dead, but you do need to rest now. It's vital to our ability to manage our life. Anyway, I like to think of doing the things that are necessary as not time spent, but rather an investment into yourself, into your life. Things like reading, surfing the internet, time on social media, watching TV, attending concerts, sporting events, etc. Well, they can fall into one of two categories, wants or time wasters. Well, a time waster is something we do to fill the time slots, and they are done in excess. Something like binging on Netflix, three hours on Facebook, poking around and playing games, surfing the internet, or nothing specific. However, when these things are done in moderation, you can put those in the want category. Because things that we want are very important. They're even necessary to take time out and have fun, to relax, to refuel, and recharge. You'll just want to be aware and honest with yourself if the activity is excessive. Well, here's a tip. Rich people know the value of refueling, and poor people think they have to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As a businesswoman, we have a ton of responsibilities on our plate. Anything from self-care to taking care of infants, toddlers, small children, teenagers, or any combination of the, of the above. 
We have events that we plan, activities for our kids. We even make play dates for them to learn to be social. Don't forget the parent-teacher meeting, doctor, dentist, orthodontic appointments. We're often in charge of grocery shopping, clothes shopping, and oh, by the way, dinner. Yep, that infamous question. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? Yep, 30 years later, I still get it too. As a mompreneur, a productive day might go something like this. Tell me if you can relate. Alarm clock goes off. Beep, 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 beep. You wake up. You hit the shower. Get the kids up. Make some breakfast. Prepare and pack their lunches. Drive them to school or get on the bus. Get yourself home and step into your domestic goddess attire for an hour or so to catch up on the housework or even the lawn care. Then switch gears into your career mode. Maybe even change the clothes. Work a few hours. Oop. Time for lunch, take a break. Ooh, don't forget to put a load of laundry on. Return to work mode. Time for the kids to come home. Quick, take a break. Make the snacks, review homework assignments, prepare your dinner, switch that laundry, check the homework, eat dinner, hopefully uh, together as a family. Get to whatever kid activity is on the calendar for that day. And while you're there, maybe make some new contacts or connections. Get yourself home, get the kids ready for bed. And then finally, enjoy a little snuggle quality time with them, reading time or whatever the age-appropriate quality time is. And then, if you have a spouse or significant other, it's finally time to sit and snuggle with the hubby, maybe even over a glass of wine or two. Then, of course, you'll need to refill your cup. Take time out for yourself. That might be a regimen of skincare, stretching, meditating, and finally lights out for what hopefully is a refreshing seven to eight hours of sleep. Ah, that was a day. So what might an unproductive day like be like? Generally speaking, I find that unproductive days usually precede with a conscious decision to do something like, I'm going to sleep past the alarm clock, which usually has a domino effect on the whole day. However, it really could be a day filled with unexpected events, such as the nurse calls and says your child is sick and needs to be picked up from school. Or maybe your spouse calls and says, honey, I really need you to run an errand for this, that, or the other thing. It's really important. And conveniently enough, you're the one home. I wonder if that's ever happened to anybody. Well, the day with the unexpected is not necessarily an unproductive day. When those things happen to me, and they do more than I'd like to admit some months, I try to do my best and look at my day through a different set of glasses. Meaning I did get a lot of things accomplished, maybe just not what was on my original list. Then I breathe and then realize, oh, time for the kids to return home from school, and I do my best to pick up from there, knowing that tomorrow's another day and I have choices I can make. I've had clients talk about not having enough time to get everything on their list done. You know, after evaluating where their time is spent, more times than not, I've heard things like social media, especially Facebook, can be a major distraction. It's almost like a dark vortex that you get sucked in. Does that ever happen to you? Because I know it's happened to me. <laughs> and when it does happen, you have a few choices. You can play the blame game and say, well, it's not really my fault. You see, when I went to that page, this happened. Or while I was on, somebody started a conversation with me about nothing in particular, or so it goes. Or 
you could say, no, well, I screwed up that day. Why stop now? And continue with those conscious decisions. Or you might just own it and say, yep, I have no self-control. I screwed up my morning. And now what can I do to have some sense of accomplishment? Move on and do something. Something to completion. When working with another client, there was a different aha moment. And it came about when we were speaking about the famous to-do list. You know that long laundry list of things that you know you need to do, but don't necessarily get done? And sometimes it even keeps you up at night? Well, it seems as though the ideal definition of productivity is the ability to complete the list of things to do according to a specific time frame. You know, for example, I'm going to eat breakfast between 8 and 9. I'll call customers between 10 and 11. I'll exercise from 1 to 2. I'll make follow-up calls from 3 to 4. Yada, 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 yada. Well, in reality, when you work from home, especially when you still have children at home, the chances of you actually sticking to the clock time schedules are probably slim. I know. I tried and I tried and I tried. I too had been sucked into that illusion that clock time set up for each task was what you were supposed to be doing. And what I found was a much simpler and much more satisfying system. You want to know what I do? It's pretty easy. I write down my six most important things to do or my to-do list. I put it in the order I would prefer to accomplish them in the day, but without an actual clock time assigned to them. That way, if my first task takes a little longer than expected, or my child needs some additional attention, I don't feel guilty about being behind in the day. Because you know what? I'm not really behind now. I have no comparison, as long as I'm moving forward. Interesting. When my client realized that this is absolutely okay to have a schedule that runs like this, you know what she said? She said she felt relieved and empowered, not to mention pretty excited to set up her next to-do list. Well, now that we've extensively covered some time, how events take up our time and how you can manage them, you might be thinking, well, great, this is true, but how do I get more time? Well, after you've gained clarity on what and where you spend your time and how you invest your time, you're ready for the next step. Ask yourself, What tasks can I delegate to others? For example, could someone other than yourself be in charge of laundry, cooking dinner, house cleaning, lawn care, etc.? Now, if there's children in the home and they're 10 or older, you know what? It is our responsibility to teach them to be self-sufficient. So why not begin now? Empower the children and take some of that undue pressure off of yourself. Another time stressor can be eliminated by exercising the no muscle. Yep, using the word no a little bit more often. Now, if you find yourself being a people pleaser, you probably like to say yes to everything. Maybe you like to volunteer for everything. Maybe you're the woman who everyone asks you to do everything for them, and you say yes. Well, now might be a good time to test out that no muscle. It only gets stronger by exercising it. And by the way, you know why you get asked, right? Because everybody knows if you want something done, ask a busy person. I have to tell you, life is way too short. Live the way you want to live. 
Make schedules the way that fit you and your life. And don't wear the should hat. You know, I should have done it that way. I should have gone that way. I should have done it by now. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Do what works for you. What works for one is not guaranteed to work for all. Because you know what? One size does not fit all. Well, that's it for this week. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen. And by the end, you've had your own aha moment. Well, if you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share with your BFF, and schedule your own discovery session with me to identify your hidden obstacles and start living the life of your dreams and the dreams that you deserve. Take care, and we'll see you next week.